broadcasting live from TOFUTV.ca. This one's for you. Tonight, Ray Charles makes a sneaky elevator escape. Klaus Schwab calls for a digital revolution. Is Tesla's autopilot AI hunting gas guzzlers? From Julian Huxley to Jerry Butts. And the CBC wants you to cut meals to cut the cost. You're going to get to join the conversation by phone or Discord chat. Because this one's for you. time. My name's Pete. I am freshly shaven. And this one's for you. Broadcasting live every Monday night. Thanks for joining me. I am your host. I want to thank Mel off the top. Mel, wherever you are out there in the interwebs. Thank you for the after hours donation. I got that just after the show last week and I wanted to give a special thank you to Mel. Also, thank you to Night Watchman. Check this out, guys. We're hitting it big big time. We are we're going mainstream as mainstream as this show will ever go. Wait, I screwed up. There we go. <laughs> Press the wrong button. Okay. There he is. Night Watchman with Ryan Long hanging out with a uh, Tofu TV t-shirt. That's one of my original designs. And you can get one for yourself if you head over to thisonesforyou.ca. TofuTV.ca. There it is. If you go to the support page and then you click right here on the t-shirt shop, I got all sorts of cool different you know, just different designs for you. And I put a new one up today. I don't know if it's going to be up there yet. Yep, there it is. Today's episode. Oh, I don't know why it's doing this to me. This Teespring seems to do this a lot. But regardless, you can buy yourself some t-shirts and help out that way. Last week, I was very humbled by the support and I would appreciate if you could keep supporting the show because it is what it is right now. This is like a job for me. I'm like, you know, turning this into a business. I'm going to be putting together sponsorship uh, proposals and sending them out to based based and red-pilled companies. So if you have any ideas for that, I know there's a couple coffee companies, a couple 
things like that. Or you can send me a super chat through Entropy. I got the link right below you. You can check that out or you could go to the website tofutv.ca. There's Night Watchman in the chat, so thanks, bud. I was really stoked to see you with that shirt on, dude. It was really cool. Hope you told Ryan about the show. Got lots of people in the chat. Let's say some hellos. Jason, Night Watchman, The Hypocrite's Matrix, Glenn B, One Quick Dub, Dan, Bob Lee Swagger, Al Stern, L.E., that's Liz. She's one of our executive producers now. She's one of our executive producers. We also got Kira. Hello, Kira. And Colbert's mom, our Spotify sponsor. I'm sticking with that, Colbert's mom. You are our Spotify sponsor. Thank you for that. Yeah, so that being said, I'm on Spotify now. I have an artist profile. I am a verified artist on Spotify. Check it out. I'm really stoked about this. I feel like I've made it somewhere in life because of this. So Rage Wave is up there. You could listen to it right now. Why is it not like? There we go. I love that song. And then I also got the Tofu Wave one that I put up. And uh, like I played that on the season finale. And then I also have this one here. It's It says Avis, but what it stands for is Angry Violins in Space. So if you haven't heard those songs yet, please go check them out. Go check them out. I get like a scent every time you uh, you play. Oh, I'm getting some lag, am I? That sucks. That sucks if I'm getting lag. But I, yeah, I think I get like a scent every time you play it. And then the idea is I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to, like, split that with Rage if it gets up to, like, you know, the $100 mark or something like that. I'll send it to him on a on a super chat because it's half his song. We're getting some lag, are we? I don't know. Maybe I will shut down Foxhole because nobody I know uses Foxhole. Nobody I know uses Foxhole. So... We'll, uh, we'll give it a couple moments. I don't know what's going on with my uh, with my internet lately. It's been really like slow. And I pay for high-tier internet. Pay for the high-tier internet. So, okay. How was your weekend? Mine was actually really nice. I spent it uh, with my bike. I changed all the fluids. I checked the primary chain and I went for a ride and I almost got hit by a fucking Tesla. No joke. Like it almost ran me off the road last night. It was scary. It was near beaten. And like I, I had to pull over and gather myself. And it turns out this shit is not uncommon. Motorcyclists in Florida killed after being hit from behind uh, by a Tesla. The National Highway Traffic Safety Association is investigating Tesla's autopilot uh, for use around motorcycles. That's because yet another motorcyclist has died as a result of an accident with a Tesla. This time in Boca Raton, uh, Florida, 
It's unclear whether or not Autopilot was involved in the accident. I'm going to assume it was for the sake of the bit, okay? <laughs> because I'm pretty sure Autopilot was involved last night. I freaked out. When it happened, I pulled right over because it was, it was, it freaked me out, man. When people almost hit you on a bike, it's something that, like, that could be a, a life-ending moment. So anyways, if you see a Tesla and you're on a motorcycle... This is my PSA to you, for you. Treat it like an Asian on the 404. Get the heck away. A lot of these attempts at uh, being progressive, like, you know, with Tesla, they just fall flat, kind of like this. Bunch of HBO executives were laid off. Get woke, grow, uh, go broke. That happened, uh laid off HBO exec, uh, Max execs, reveal Warner Brothers Discovery is killing off diversity and courting middle America. 13 non-white executives uh, were fired as it tries to climb out of debt. It's likely gonna affect the shows and the movies that are made. No joke, no shit, that's gonna happen. Obviously, that's going to happen. Essentially, what happened there, though, was they started to push the woke crap. And they lost a lot of money. And because of this, uh, they got to switch it up. Because business isn't fueled by empathy and feelings. So, anyways, they went right for the source. And the people that they hired to oversee the diverse content, in this case, 13 non-white executives, got axed. Uh, some of the content that got greenlit was so bad that HBO had to lock it in a vault. Seriously, they had to lock it in a vault and fire the people before they could even pirate it. Uh, here's Batgirl's directors. They look exactly like you would expect them to look. They look like they're about to like convince some young girl to do something wrong. Don't they? They look so sleazy. <laughs> they made a they made a feminist Batgirl movie that was so bad that they literally had to lock it in a vault. <laughs> they had to lock it in a vault. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's the equivalent to being told to pack your tools and get off site. You're never ever ever releasing this movie it sucks you're terrible get out of here it's not only happening south of the border here's a good one from canada's chad chad latanzio he uh pointed this one out chorus entertainment who owns global news as well as uh q107 edge 102 a whole bunch of other TV channels as well. Uh, their stock is down 75% from, uh, I guess that's just before 2018. He says, we need to bankrupt these corrupt fucking journals. I agree. I kind of agree. We do kind of have to hammer down and, and uh, keep going at this. Keep letting them know. You know who actually put out a great reel today just before I got on air was Greg Wycliffe. Check him out. He has a great reel out there about all of this, how we need to keep complaining and keep telling them how we feel. We have to do it. We absolutely have to do it. Don't let up now.
I don't know, if you go back to this graph, you could kind of try and explain it out. It looks like they got a little boost during the 2019 election. And then from there, it was all downhill. And then during the lockdown period, it kind of looked like, you know, people preferred them to the others. And, and now it's just going down. It's just going down. Yeah. So there is a backlash forming. There is a backlash forming. A couple actually launched a libel suit against anti-hate uh, that branded... They basically branded the father a transphobe for wanting to check out other options instead of cutting his son's dick off or the other way around, his daughter's tits off. There's a whole like lawsuit being put together and you could actually help them out if you are interested if you're somebody who has money and you want to put it towards something like this you can uh you can help them out i got the link in the show notes stop defaming parents of gender dysphoric kids they've raised thirteen thousand of their uh their legal fees already but yeah, so we're not the only ones calling anti-hate out, eh? It's not just us. It's it's all over and it's mainstream, guys. It's mainstream. It's that's something that we might not realize because, you know, it is a little insular being, you know, on on the internet all the time. It's the whole country hates these people. It's it's just the internet that makes them seem like they like have friends. They don't. They absolutely don't. There's a lot of people getting angry with this crap. And it's only going to get worse and worse. And they're only going to get more and more mad. I mean, if you saw this in the newspaper, what would your reaction be? Because this was in a Hamilton newspaper. Concerned about your sexual interest in children or the use of child pornography? We offer free anonymous judgment-free help for youth and adults. The only help they need is a cage. Just put them in a cage. <laughs> you know, those people don't need to be rehabilitated. We have, we don't have the money for this shit. <laughs> we don't. But hey, why not throw it at a wall, see if it sticks. You know, maybe you'll get something out of it. Then this happened. They want to know why we're pissed off, right? Stuff like that, right? And check this out. Then this happened. Ray Charles. Tell me this isn't Ray Charles, guys. Tell me that isn't Ray Charles. <laughs> and the best part is people are calling this chick here her, like, secret uh, CCP security. Like, this chick's just going to pull out a, a katana if that big dude jumped in the elevator with her, right? That was the whole idea. That, that was the conspiracy. She, she was just going to be like, sing. <laughs> now it is your time to die. <laughs> One second. You have crossed Christia Freeland. Now it is time to die. <laughs> oh, man. She looks like Ray Charles, though, there, okay? And if you don't believe me, give me a sec. I got a link to show you, right? Ray Charles. Check it out. Ray Charles? Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. All right. 
<laughs> okay. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Okay, if you live under a rock, this is what happened. This is what happened. One second. Let me pull it up. I made this meme today for you. Here we go. So what do you think? What do you think? Is he a hero? Is he our champion? Or is he a chud? That is the question of the night. Champion or chud? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know, folks. <laughs> what do you think? Is he our hero? Did he do the right thing? Or did he make us all look like a bunch of douche nozzles? I want to know what you think. I'm going to open up the phone lines and you're going to get the sound off because everybody else did. We heard from Doug Ford. We heard from Justin Trudeau. We heard from all them they all had something to say but did you get anything to say did you get the pipe up and say you know what i kind of agree with them no you haven't yet so guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna give you a chance to tell us what you think of this situation hero champion or chud this one's for you does he look like a bitch President Trump has said he hopes to unify the country. Have you in the first month seen him do or say anything that, in your opinion, would be an attempt to heal the wounds of the election? Well, first of all, there's only been one month in office, and so it's a, you know, he's got four years. Secondly, I think you have to take the man for his word that he wants to unify the country, and we'll see whether he's able to do so. It's hard to unify the country, though, with the news media uh, being so s split up. When I was president, uh, you know, you mattered a lot more. Mattered, mattered a lot, lot more. more. Mattered a lot. Do you think men are important? Like for what? <laughs> Let's go.
This one's for you, broadcasting live at TOFUTV.ca. My name's Pete. Hope you're having a great night. Hit me up with a super chat. Support the show. Help me out. Help me out. I need I need money. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I need money to do this shit, guys. <laughs> I, I, I got to work for a living. <laughs> All right. You can do that at the link down below. Let's carry on. Here's what happened. Is he a hero? Is he a champion or a chud? Let's see what the chat thinks. Mattatown making a good point. Unfortunately, it kind of made her a martyr. She doesn't think that. He doesn't think that. But, uh, and apparently, Press for Truth interviewed him after that. That'd be cool. I tried to get a hold of Dan Dix, but he was kind of a Dan Dick about it. He didn't even message me back and say, hey, sorry, I'm a little busy. He tells you to mail him and reach out if you want to talk. Colbert's mom says he's a hero. He wasn't lying. What do you think? 705-482-5609. Champion or Chud? Let me know what you think. Special Forces says hero. Out on Entropy. Niacin. With, I like I like Niacin because she always has a very sober approach to things. Oh, we're uh, we're buffering on entropy there. Says it's better that he didn't. But the hero we didn't the hero we didn't know we needed apocalyptic rage champion. Yeah. Liberals are using this guy as fuel to make us look bad. I'm a little torn. She deserves the call-out, but this guy isn't winning people over. That's Mel's Thick. Melly's Thick. Hey, Melly. You thick? Right on. <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> hey, if you want to follow along with any of the stuff we're talking about tonight, you can head over to the Discord. It's available at tofutv.ca. Greg RK, great to see you in the chat. The show notes are in the Discord. All right, let's uh, carry on with the reactions. You could always call me up, 705-482-5609. Hero, champion, or chud. Here we go. Here's some of the reactions. Ford Nation says, uh, my deputy prime minister, my friend Christia Freeland didn't deserve this. No one in public office does. Well, maybe you should act right. And Kenny got in on it. Here he is. The verbal harassment and threats directed at Minister Freeland during her visit to Alberta yesterday were reprehensible. Whoop they do. Uh, Aaron O'Toole. If, if you haven't noticed the trend here, they're all what you call senos, conservatives in name only. That's all. Conservatives in name only. And they were all spurred on to do this by one Jerry Butts, 
who had an interesting Freudian slip. A very interesting Freudian slip. Check this out. He says, in our age of outrage, this is outrageous. These clowns are... <laughs> These clowns are playing with fire. Somebody's gonna get hurt. You don't say. You just figured that out, Jerry. You just... You just figured that out? Like, just now? That just clicked? <laughs> we, people have been trying to tell you guys this is gonna happen for years. Like, literally years now. It's been two years that at least people have been like... <laughs> They've been like, this isn't gonna go anywhere good, you know? You're, you're practically starving people and shutting their businesses down for no good reason, you know? You close the border, you stop exports, you do this and that. You're gonna ruin people's lives. They're gonna kill themselves. And then you're also gonna see... Uh, what I've actually witnessed, I know a friend who wasn't able to see his grandmother die. They knew she was dying, but they wouldn't let the family visit her. All right. And they wonder why there's righteous indignation out in the land. They wonder. They wonder. I think I got a call coming in. If not, whoever that was, call back. Yeah. Ooh, I just got... Wow, that's an interesting number. 666. Hmm. Satan. <laughs> okay. Oh, you guys are calling and then hanging up. What's going on here? Here we go. No. Guys, call in. Call back and I'll, uh, I'll pick up. I got a lot of weird, maybe uh, people are trying to tie up the line or something. I don't know, but you could call up. Phone goes to VM. Here we go. <laughs> How's it going? Tell you guys, this is going to happen for years. Tofu TV. Yo. What's going on? Can you hear me? Are you there, bud? What is going on with the phone tonight? I heard him for a bit. I'm going to just reset the app. All right. Here we go. 705, is this one quick dub? No, you yes, sir, it is. How you doing, bud? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. What do you think about all this, man? Well, you know, you put it out there, and I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of different takes on this. You know, the politicians are saying, re, you know, and uh, there's guys like Viva Fry trying to take the lawyer, uh, you know, balanced approach, like, well, there's, you know, a nice way and a, and a mean way to do it. But, I mean, we've been gaslit the fuck up for the past two and a half years, and uh, the people are very fucking angry, and they're being refused an outlet. You know, so all that they want to do is, is uh, you know, shut everything down. You're not allowed to talk anywhere uh, about how it's fucking ruined you. You know, vaccine injured people trying to tell their stories. They get shut the fuck down and shunned by everybody they know. You know, people lost their businesses, lost their livelihoods, lost their loved ones, you know, and uh, it's all boiling. And I think that's by design, man. They want to justify their authoritarianism. So, 
you know, going out there and telling Christian Freeland she's a fucking bitch, I'm all for that. You know, I believe that too. But uh, uh, at the end of the day, I mean, we got to wait and see, um, you know, kind of like it's, it's not time yet, you know not time yet. We got to see what's going to happen. They're, they're probably going to have to fucking face some heat with this, um, uh, the lockdown, um, what's it called? Hearings are coming. The emergency and, uh, measures yeah. act, uh, the, the hearing that's, that Jeremy's a part of, right. The September 19th. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I want to see what happens with that. And if we, uh, you know, if, if everybody's, uh, you know, chomping at the bit right now like just uh just reel it in for a minute and fucking concentrate focus your energy because we got to see what happens at these ema hearings thanks pete no for sure i agree thank you very much that's one quick dub this one's for you bud hey if you want to call in and add to the conversation here we go 705-482-5609 i just gotta reset the the app and we should be good there we go 705-482-5609. I agree with one quick dub right there. Uh, It was bound to happen. There actually, there is some evidence out there saying that they planned it to happen. All right. And I was just about to get to Jerry Butts and his remarks. Actually, I believe I already did. So he had a bit of a Freudian slip. He was uh, freaking out, realizing, oh, shit, our actions have consequences. And this points towards what's known as the SPARS pandemic scenario. And I put this PDF. It takes a long, it takes a long time to load. So I don't know if, because it's like 100 pages. But this PDF is in the... It's, it's in the show notes for you to read. And essentially, it freaks most people out when they read it because it, it's a plan that the John Hopkins uh, Hospital or Society put together uh, just in case there was a pandemic. And they scenarioed it from uh, 2023 to 2028. Now, we're kind of hitting the tail end of the plan these days, and part of it, it was covered in uh, great detail on the Macro Aggressions podcast. Part of it is, you know, politicians and journalists being dragged into streets and, you know, being beaten and stuff, and I am not advocating for that. I don't want to see people get hurt regardless. I hope there is you know, some way we can move forward. But this is what it looks like. And, you know, called it. What else do you say? What else do you say? It looks like that's what's about to happen now. You know, people are going to get dragged into the streets and and they're going to have to deal with it. Check it out. This is the Spars Pandemic document 2025 to 2028 a futuristic scenario for public health risk communications and now you could go all the way down here and they have like actual scenarios here like it i i can't go through it all at once and i wish i had the time these days to break these things down but i don't So what I did was I put it in the show notes for you to check out because it's absolutely ridiculous. I think I just missed a call. So uh, why don't you try calling back if that was you? 
Yeah. Yeah, I might have just missed a call. 705-482-5609. Champion or Chud? There he is. Right on. 647. Mask, who's speaking? Mike. Hey, what's up, Mike? Yeah, I just wanted to add with Christina Freeland and how the media, you know, spun it. There wasn't any, you know, talk of uh, her being called a traitor. You know how they kind of glossed over that on purpose. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we have to keep, uh, keep talking about that. You know, Christina Freeland, highly involved with uh, Nazism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole history of that that needs to be uh, known that's- by everybody. Yeah, that's a confirmed fact that she is related to, uh, like, her, her grandparents. Her grandparents were a part of all that. But then the conspiracy side of it is that there might be a loose relation to, to Goebbels himself. That was the, cons- like, I, I say conspiracy because it's not, like, it's not, like, fully prepared fully proven i don't think i don't i don't know 100 percent. but well well she's just like her her grandfather in 2014 she with george soros and many others was involved in the 2014 uh ukrainian coup de matata that made it anti uh, uh russian basically so she's highly involved with that that's probably why she's under dust trudeau's uh, wing now uh and she uh she was actually in a um, hotel or staying in an apartment right across from uh, where the Ukrainian protests were going on. So she's yeah. highly involved in this Nazism. Uh, yeah. And uh, every Canadian really needs to know that. So. No, for sure. For sure. And she was in that parade. And, yeah, she was in that parade. Yeah, Bandera, all. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to let you go and take this next call. I appreciate it, Ciao. man. Ciao. All right, let's see if I can get that next call on. Uh, it doesn't look like it, but if you want to call back, you're free to call back. Uh, but that caller is absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Because there is pictures of her all over the place with that Bandera party. So, uh, you know, the connections there. And then you see Mr. Trudeau, what he came out and said, Oh, next caller. Let's get him. Caller. Do I gotcha? Oh, no, I missed you. All right. Yeah, here's what Trudeau said. It's it's ridiculous. Oh. No. I got to I got to fix this up. All right. Sorry, guys. There we go. All right. I got to fix this and I'm going to do it again. It's just all the callers. Just all the callers I got. Oh, speaking of which, let's just go to this caller. All right. 437, where's that? Uh, I'm in Burlington. Burlington. What's going on, man? Who's this? This is Burger T. Sorry, say it again. This is Brooker T. Brooker T. Yes. My my thoughts on this is uh, I'm putting my memory into work. I think way back to last summer, yeah, when they had the uh, Black Lives Matter people everywhere, and you remember those mobs going through the street and they're cornering people and making them, you know, say Black Lives Matter or take a knee, and then you had Maxine Waters out there saying you need to make everyone of, that's on the right wing of politics feel uncomfortable and feel like they can't even go out to a restaurant anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I remember that. And do you remember? Do you remember any of these politicians coming out and denouncing that kind of activity? Do you remember them coming out and saying to their supporters, you know, you know, we shouldn't really make people feel uncomfortable. We shouldn't corner them in elevators and say mean things to them. Well, I don't you recall know, that. Actually, Trudeau went and joined in and made it kind of enabled it in a way. We were lucky in Toronto. There was pallets of bricks on the on the street corners. We were lucky. There was one one young feller. One young feller that goes by Toronto Blackface Man. One second. Can I get a picture of him? There he is. His smile is eternal. It truly is. One second. There he is. Okay. If you can see on your screen, there he is. If it wasn't for this shit-posting dude who showed up to our BLM uh, march... There would have been a riot. This guy kind of diffused it all by pointing all their hatred at him. They basically the it it devolved into chasing this guy out of uh, the square there, Young and Dundas, I think it is. Anyways, yes. yeah, man. Thanks for the call. I they, appreciate they, it. They've told us. They've told us what we need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Have a good night. You too. Cheers. Let's see if I could get that next call. No, it doesn't look like it. But next caller, if you want to get in, I will, uh, yeah, I'm going to show you what Trudeau said because it's funny. The ferryman made a good meme and I wanted to share it. Where am I here? Okay. <sighs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to turn off the phone number. We're gonna turn on some music real quick just to hold us over while I reorganize my palette here. Okay, yeah, here's Trudeau being Trudeau. This kind of cowardly behavior threatens and undermines our democracy and our values of openness and respect upon which Canada was built. As leaders, we need to- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're a fucking cunt Shut the fuck up <laughs> You're a stupid cunt Suck my dick <laughs> I love it He does it to damn near every dumb thing they say It's the best The Ferryman's Toll uh, You can check him out on Twitter Ferryman4747 He was on the show last week He's a good guy We all love him uh, And he's probably going to do an after party tonight If Rage is streaming <laughs> Anyways uh, Yeah, so if you didn't notice While he was giving that speech There was a bunch of uh, flags behind him And it seems to be a meme these days. Other than that, it kind of seems to be like a weird meme for every time that these people incur some sort of minor annoyance, they call it a threat to our democracy. They say it as if they themselves are democracy, like Sylvester Stallone in Judge Dredd. Seriously, they do it. It's it's what they do. I am democracy and you are threatening me. That's what it kind of seems like to me. All right. <laughs> but yeah, if you didn't notice, there was a bunch of flags there. They're all renditions of the gay flag. And what happened was I was at... Um, I was at a cafe in Toronto for work this past week. I was doing some concrete work downtown. We were, you know, cutting up a, 
little sidewalk and move in the drain pipe anyways. Uh, we had to go and get coffee. So I go there and it's this nice place. Very well furnished. Looks awesome. Much better than what you find up here in, in uh, the country. But there was, they had a bunch of gay flags there. And one was the rainbow flag. And the next one was the, the transgender flag. And then I found out the next one was the non-binary flag. And then, then the fourth one was the asexual flag. And I thought that was great because they went from saying we are gay to saying we are trannies <laughs> to saying, what was the next one? That they don't know which one they are. And then they just said, but it doesn't matter because we don't have sex anyway. So, like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, there was a bunch of flags there because they were doing this, uh, this announcement. A hundred million dollars in historic action plan for 2S LGBT communities, or as we call them here in Ontario, LGBT ODSP. There's not much else. Not there. There's not much else to say about it. My farm's gone. I'm working concrete. They're giving a hundred million out to people on virtue of what looks like what they like to put in their ass. It's infuriating, guys. It's fucking infuriating. Uh, the CBC suggests cutting down on meals just in case you know. You, just in case you're going through a rough time. Here's a way to save. Cut down on meals. If you don't remember, this was a fairy tale. This was a fairy tale, and now it's real. And I'll show you. It says right here. Cut meals to cut costs. I wasn't even freaking joking, guys. They're saying starve a little. It'll help you in the bank. Just a little. Just starve. Just a little. You don't need three meals. Have two big ones. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 705-482-5609. That's the phone number if you want to join in the fun. Let me know what you think about all this stuff. So, yeah, those are the questions for the night. Do you think what he did was wrong? Will it be a net benefit or negative? What would you say if you had the time to articulate, your, articulate yourself the way he did? She was listening in that moment. He had a moment. So what would you say if you had a moment with the monsters? Pick one. It could be Trudeau. It could be Freeland. Heck, it could be Ford or Kenny. If you had time to sit down with them and give them a piece of your mind, what would you say? If you had to be articulate and actually say something, what would you say? Here's what Max said. Mad Max. News comes out that the Liberals gave hundreds of thousands of dollars to the notorious racist for uh, racist bigot for anti-racism strategy. Next week, news quickly disappears as political and media establishment goes into moral panic because Liberal minister was yelled at. Imagine my shock. He makes a good point there. Makes a good point there. All right, here's something, uh, actually, you know what, forget it. In the show notes, I got uh, some footage of the London Western University protest. It was really cool. 
it was like actually something that should be supported as opposed to what's going on downtown in Toronto. It's kind of devolved into a farce for Karima to grift off of. Fun fact, she tried to threaten me with a lawsuit this week. I don't have any money to deal with that shit, so I'm just going to fucking let her have it this time. Fuck her, though. She is what she is, and we all know what she is. But yeah, she, she wants to sue me now. The, the tweet's still up. You can find it yourself if you scroll down a little bit. It'd be great if you all retweeted it. Fuck her. I'm going to take a... I'm going to take a break because I just got a little angry. <laughs> I'm going to take a break and we are going to talk about something completely different next. This one's for you. T-O-F-U-T-V.ca. Canadian talk and variety that's glorious and free for you. If you want to support the show, please like, subscribe, follow, and share. And hit the support tab on the website, TofuTV.ca. This one's for you. This show for you. number of mentally retarded is increasing. This gun has a lot of wood on it, no foregrips or extendable stocks or scopes or anything. It's obviously harmless. It's, you know, basically a hunting rifle. So it's a good thing we got rid of all those bump stocks and uh, assault weapons. This one's for you, broadcasting live from TOFUTV.ca. Got a caller on the line, 250. Can you hear me now, bud? I can hear you. It's Taylor from hey. FCW. What's going on, Taylor? What are you saying? Um, well, I, I, I missed the first little bit there. Um, I was, I was going to mention about something else, but um, with regards to what I just caught, what you were saying there, um, I would, I think you would have to go at Trudeau and I would definitely, I would want to bring up, uh, his involvement at West Point Gray and the court case that he has for allegedly, well, nobody knows what happened after the, the child had to sign a non-disclosure agreement and yeah. the dad came forward saying that something did happen. And of a lot of things, I, I, I think that's, uh, one of the reasons they got him. Somebody's got him by the balls, I think, or. Yeah. Who knows? But I've never seen a, a prime minister run right after that. How many years did that happen? So it, it must have been within four or five years of that incident happening um, that he started going for a prime minister there against uh, Harper. Yeah. So I think there's some weirdness in, involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, 
What was the name of the school again? Because what it what I read West Point Gray. West Point Gray. That's a good name to kind of get out there because uh, West Point Gray. If you duck duck go search that, you'll find the article, and it's it's been up there. And they are yep. adamant that they they have not been sued. That there is an NDA. This is what a lot of people don't know. This there is an NDA between Trudeau and a family because the father came home and found Trudeau with a teen who was under sixteen alone in the home. This is something that we know happened. We don't know anything further than that. I'm correct here, right? This is this is the story. Yep. Um, I've seen. I can't. I haven't actually gone to get the court documents themselves because they're it's for public record or whatever. Um, but I've seen pictures of what I believe to be those court do- or or whatever kind of thing. Like there, I've seen something like they're of like this was the the court thing or whatever kind of like this is that it happened that there was this court proceedings and blah, blah, blah. Like this thing actually did happen. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice if our prime minister would maybe want to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He likes to talk a lot. You know, it would be, it would be interesting to see. I would assume you'd get the run around and he'd be like, oh, I'm not talking about that right now. And you know, he just kind of get out of there, but it'd be cool to see his face, to see his reaction, see if he has, like, fear or anything when you say that, like, West Point Gray. Or compassion. Yeah, 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 it would be interesting. Right. be interesting. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. All right, buddy. Yeah, good night. That's Taylor from FCW. FreeCanada.win. What was the... You could get yourself on a list today. <laughs> This show, oh, Matrix World, that's <laughs> Transpender. <laughs> this show is for jagoffs. What is he saying there? One second. This show is for jagoffs and half-assers. My countrymen. <laughs> it's good to see you there, bud. It's good to see you. I wish I could get you on Twitter still, man. It's, it's, it's uh, hard, hard to do Twitter without trans, I'll tell you that. Also, I see Derek Rance in the chat. Also, Bubbles, Bubbles out on D Live. He's our 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 buddy Bubbles. He likes to post a poo a lot. Also got Trent Dabs, Special Forces, Scotian Lady, Jason. Good to see you guys. Good to see ya. All right, I found this article. It talks about the World Economic Forum looking to make your kids into cyborgs. Think I'm kidding? Nope, nope, not kidding. Here we are. Become cyborgs. Chip your children. Implant brain chips. All right. So basically what this article discusses is the ethical implications of chipping your kid. And then uh, it goes further into it. Like you could turn off sections of its brain so it could learn easier at school for like ADD kids and then they say it's inevitable that we'll eventually all become transhuman and we have to get in front of it. Now to discuss the ethics. The Council of Europe has a strategic action plan to tackle this ethical question raised by 
transhumanism and neurotechnology. Chile already has a bill to amend the Constitution to protect personal brain data. So if you go to that website that I was just uh, on, it, there's actually a source document from the World Eco Economic Forum itself. This is the article right here. It's about augmented tech can change the way we live, but only with the right support and vision. It's a real curious article. A real curious article. So I tried to look into it a little more. I found out that this is something that Klaus himself is quite interested in. Let's see if I could get the audio back here. Um, it's at the end. What, what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities so um that's the first um it's at the do you end. hear that what what's the fourth the ultimate goal the ultimate goal of these people of our physical our digital and our biological identities so so they want to fuse your physical your digital and your biological entities. I don't know what the difference between physical and digital. I guess they mean like your your identity, however you subjectively identify yourself. But that's their ultimate goal. And so I tried to look into this more because we spoke about transhumanism a little last week, but we were only making jokes. Then uh, this here seems a little more serious, and I wanted to go into the more serious side of it, and it turns out it all goes, all goes back to a time period just after the, the Second World War, just before the 60s, actually. Uh, and it actually goes back to a man named Julian Huxley, not Aldous. Aldous is his younger brother, and Aldous is kind of cross-eyed. He looks like he's always drunk. Uh... Julian is the older brother. So check this out. Transhumanism, the face of new eugenics. All right. So. Origins of transhumanist agenda. Check this out because it's, it's pretty interesting. Okay. Transhumanism is essentially... Eugenics. It's the lessening of the human factor in humanity for the sake of the few who control. Here's a terrific quote on the profound impact of the transhumanist agenda. Julian Huxley, brother of Aldous, who authored Brave New World, first used the word transhumanism. Huxley was a member of the British Eugenics Society, eugenics being the foundation of transhumanism. Eugenics is a science dedicated to Darwinist philosophy applied to humanity, that the strong should th sorry, thrive and evolve while the weak are culled and eradicated. Eugenics rests on a necessity of their being superior and inferior genetic pools in the human population. It might be very socially unacceptable to speak publicly of there being some races 
ethnic or cultural groups who are inferior to the rest, yet in secrecy, this is exactly what the elite eugenicists believe. The public is guided to love the idea of transhumanism by being persuaded that it is not a goal attached to race or ethnicity, but simply a means of bettering humanity. This is quite untrue. Elite humanists, transhumanists, have no desire to evolve all humankind. Their goal is one which seeks to advance only their own bloodlines and to leave the rest in disadvantage to them so that these unfortunate ones have no choice but to become their slaves, their lab animals, and their labor force. The lower strata, sorry, here's a quote, the lowest strata are reproducing too fast. Therefore, they must not have too easy access to relief or hospital treatment, lest the removal of the last check on natural selection should make it too easy for children to be produced or to survive. Long unemployment should be grounds for sterilization. Sounds like a nice guy. That's Julian Huxley. Thank you, Niacin, for the super chat. Keep up the good work, she says. Thank you. I appreciate it. Please send a super chat in through Entropy. You can hit me up through uh, Buy Me a Coffee. Just go to tofutv.ca on the support side. Or you can just go to the Entropy link down below. I really appreciate it. It really helps out right now. All right, so carrying on, the leet, as they are wrongly called, are blood relations of one another, descending from hybrid tyrants who ruled in result of this same transhumanist philosophy pre-flood. Now that, okay, I get there's people that are gonna... There's people that are gonna, like, not like that, and they have a source in this article. You could check it out. It's a little loopy, but check it out for yourself. Uh, Huxley's have the inside scoop and it's no accident in this section. He goes through all the pop culture that we've kind of experienced over the last 20 years, pointing us towards this. And it's interesting that, uh, hypocrites matrix put that in the chat, the freaking lizards. Yeah. Yeah. Guess where we're going with this. Speaking of Julian Huxley. Yes. He's the brother of Aldous foretelling author of Brave New World that also just happens to cover this very subject. With precognitive awareness of the coming pharmaceutically adapted, genetically sculpted uh, society and more. Elite geniuses or co-conspirators in constructing this Brave New World. As David Icke says, these bloodlines have other dimensional capabilities, connections that enable them to see down the timeline to future events. Somehow, these Huxley boys, George Orwell, H.G. Wells, Darwin, and many others had the inside scoop or agenda talking points. Then uh, he says how Hollywood productions are not mere entertainment. It's a form of psycho-entertainment teaching humanity to resonate with whatever themes and memes it wishes, wishes to introduce to the human consciousness. And that's where Transformers and Terminator comes in. But here, we got to meet the Huxleys because they got a strange connection to this country, us. Notice the 
elitist guys are always knighted, given noble prizes, have freakish success stories, and are involved in nature preservation groups. That one, that last one being key. Well, Julian Huxley was a proponent of natural selection and a leading figure in the mid-20th century evolutionary synthesis. He was secretary of the Zoological Society of London from 35 to 42, the first director of UNESCO. We're gonna, I'm going to tell you about that in a second, what exactly UNESCO is up to these days. Very pertinent to what we're all going through. And he's a founding member of the World Wildlife Foundation. Do you know who else worked for the World Wildlife Foundation? Mr. Jerry Butts. Jerry Butts did. Okay, so here's what UNESCO is up to these days. Might make you pucker your butthole. Journalism, fake news, and disinformation. A handbook for journalism, education, and training. This new publication by UNESCO is a timely resource and highly topical subject for all those who practice or teach journalism in this digital age. They're the guys that are involved in, in calling everything misinformation or disinformation. It comes from them specifically. Oh, Nison's in the caller lobby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in the caller lobby with her. All right, let me just turn off the the music. And Niacin, uh, what's up? Are you there? Can you hear me? I don't think you can. I think my uh, no. Uh, I think my uh. Oh, never mind. Never mind. I, uh, I think my entropy, not entropy, I think my, uh, my settings are, are a little messed up right now. Uh, boom. Should be able to hear you now. If I can't hear you, I gotta jump out. Jumping out. Looks like Discord's not working tonight. I'll figure it out. But, carrying on, yeah. UNESCO are the people that are involved in labeling everything misinformation, the censorship, that's the UN. You know, the... I'm sorry it's cutting out tonight, guys, too. I don't know what's wrong with my internet. I feel like somebody tapped into it or something. There's something messed up with my internet. So, okay, continuing on, here's the other thing that UNESCO is a part of. Threats to freedom of press, violence, disinformation, and censorship. How UNESCO deals with threats to freedom of the press, etc., etc. Legal harassment and censorship. And it says somewhere, especially to female journalists. They're trying to... Oh, yeah. Especially women. Here it is. Violence against journalists, especially women. You know how last week, Ferryman and I were talking about how it comes from the top? This is where it comes from, UNESCO. This is where it comes from. 
I bet you other countries are having this issue right now and we're just not not hearing about it. I bet you there are other countries that are having problem with harassment of female journalists. I bet you. One of you guys can figure that out. I don't have the time for it right now. But it seems like we have uh, a pattern forming here. I like noticing patterns. Seems weird. All right. He was a founding member of an organization that Jerry Butts was the CEO of for years. So what do you think? Is there a connection between this and what we are going through right now? Here's the phone line. Gonna open it up and then go to a break. And then you can call me up and we can wrap up the show for the week. All right, let's do this. Because this one's... For you. Butts. Onto your butt. Big butts. Yeah, baby. Hairy butts. Cherry butts. But wait, there's more. You can support the show by interacting with a call, comment, like, or share. Have your name appear in the credits. But I'm not done yet. Send a super chat through Entropy or become a subscribe star at tofutv.ca. This one's for you. Finally, a show for you. Litigation will be starting shortly. I've had enough. That's why I warned you guys yesterday, be careful what you wrote. Okay, so that's all I have to say for now. And the next thing I want to call uh, Mayor Britannia in Hamilton and tell him that uh, we're going to have to spank the little uh, tiger cats. Oh, and the last thing was um, Olivia Gondak. It, it says that I wanted to eat her pussy, Olivia Gondak. I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. Thank you was very much. anything that was true? Oh, we're driving. We're driving. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We might be going live. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Playing football blind. Anything's possible. What the fuck is going on? I just took a DNA test, turns out. I've had diabetes for about 20 years. We're back. This one's for you. The show for you. 7 p.m. Mondays. Every Monday. TOFUTV.ca. Remember that one. TOFUTV.ca. Hit me up on Entropy. Send a super chat. Have it read out. Oh, I Honestly, I'm going to read out every comment I can. I, I don't care if you uh, super chat me or not for, for that. The point of this is to have a dialogue. So call me up. What do you think of all this stuff? 705-482-5609. Do you think all this transhumanist agenda is kind of trickling down into Canada and causing a chaos around us? I think it is. I think there is something going on. We got the climate change BS, you know, and then we got this journalist stuff that's all connected to UNESCO, which is connected to Julian, which is connected to Jerry, which is climate change BS. Interesting to me. Would you get a chip if it made you see further? If you could have a chip in you that would maybe make your sense of smell you could turn it on and turn it off like that would be great for someone like a plumber or even people who work paving or you know yeah i'm sorry about the lag guys there's nothing i can do tonight i'm sorry about it 
I gotta figure out what's what's happening with my uh, my internet connection. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So call me up seven zero five four eight two fifty six oh nine. Yeah, if you could scale down your resolution, it might help you out. Might help you out. All right. So would you get a chip if it made you see further, run faster, jump higher? Would you do it? Because if they come out, what could happen is they could put a tracking device in it. That could be your Arrive Can app, and you would have no choice whether or not it was in there. If you had a chip, they could flash you, and it's in there. They upload it. It's there. So you'd have no choice once they put that stuff in your uh once they put that stuff in your body right so then again if everyone's flying or jumping really high or running really fast or seeing twice as far you're gonna need it to compete right so would you or would you like be one of the proles and go out into the wilderness and and live in a tree fort like like derek like derek rants <laughs> 705-482-5609 also, one last chance before we uh, shut her down for the night. Do you think what Buddy did was wrong? Will it be a net benefit or negative? If you had a moment to articulate yourself to one of the monsters, one of the politicians, pick one, Trudeau, Freeland, Ford, Kenny, Mo. What would you say if you had a chance to sit down with them? 705 482 we kind of already are tied to our devices in a weird way. This is from Epoch Times, so take it for what you will. TikTok is essentially digital crack. That is what they are saying. Oh, thank you very much to Unix Ops. Late, but shout out to the bigot dags at freecanada.win So basically this article here about TikTok is saying that TikTok took the friction away from browsing social media and deciding if they, if you want to watch this video or read this status status update it's just it's so slick that it's like a sensory rush of bite-sized videos powered by a Chinese owned uh, Chinese owned black box algorithm. And so it kind of acts like crack where it's like instantaneous. And then what happens is because that one is doing so well, all the other platforms, they have to compete against TikTok. And it turns out to be like a crack epidemic. Now you have Instagram reels, TikToks, and now Snapchat does it as well, and Facebook has it up top too. So every now everybody's just like oh, watching dumb videos, and they do that one where they're just sitting there nodding their head, and somebody else is talking, and they're like, "Yeah, this stuff. Yeah, I agree." <laughs> I just think it's fucking retarded. <sighs> Anyways, okay, closing link. If nobody wants to call in. I think this is awesome. This tech company out in the States 
is uh, coming to bat for us. And this is from True North. U.S. Tech Group says Bill C-11 must be rewritten. It's a large trade group in the U.S. So it's not just us that are freaked out about it. We have valid concerns. All right. So I'm going to leave you with that. Let me see if uh, Rage is streaming tonight. doesn't look like he is doesn't look like rage is streaming tonight no he doesn't have a post up oh i want to give uh i want to give a big shout out to greg arcade and doings they just showed up in my dms on uh on telegram yeah you can hit me up on telegram you can hit me up on discord i got twitter instagram those are the ones i really use and then sometimes i put something on tiktok for the kids I got one more call. Right on. We'll take this. Caller, may I ask who's speaking? Hey, uh, my name is Real Donkey Dong. Really? Real Donkey Dong? Yeah, yeah. That's like my uh, social media uh, yeah, okay. type of it's thing. Okay. And, you know, I go by and all. It's okay, man. It's okay. It's all good. I get it. What's up, Donkey Dong? Um, well, like a couple topics you talked about, uh, and a couple of them I'd like to touch upon, of course, uh, because, well, I mean, I woke up, uh, since this bullshit started a little bit over two years ago, and it was only about a year and a half that I realized that I'm not the only one living in this, uh, episode of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that, well, that's the whole idea of the, the thumbnail for tonight's episode is, you know, I got the the guy from They Live. I got him with the glasses on, and and when you see it, you see the tofu TV sign, right? But then when you lift it off, yeah, you yeah, see it, right? uh, I I love listening to your show. I've just been branching out. Uh, I guess you could say within my uh, new circle of friends, because I've made a few, you know, a couple in the local area, even some people just in my streets that uh, actually totally agree with me and all. I've seen it with their, you know, fuck Trudeau flag on their truck and all. And but anyway, just to stay on topic, um, the re the pattern that you're talking about right about yeah. how they're uh calling out uh sexism misogyny and all this sort of stuff is i felt like they put these people almost like martyrs or targets so then if you do have a comment to reply then you are you know branded as uh you know somebody who's misogynistic and all because like especially with what happened with freeland it's like no, this isn't a, a a sex card, or even what happened with uh, Rachel. It's like this isn't a female card, or even a color card. This is a you are pissing me off, and you're making me hate what Canada's become. And I don't care who is saying it; I will say the same thing to everyone because I pretty much hate everyone equally. If you know what I mean, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, something my something my stepdad would say is, yeah, you know what, I I I just. I'm not racist. I hate everyone equally. <laughs> That's something I'm pretty sure he actually told me when I was a kid. <laughs> the other thing is, um, I'm an immigrant. I came from uh, Europe, uh, Hungary to be precise, actually okay. where the Prime Minister Viktor Orban is actually like one of the most reasonable prime ministers in any country yeah. right now. But um, it was actually my mom 
who told me one day that she only took the jab. I am actually on jab, so I'm ex- like, I am I could go on about how that's been making my life. But when my mom told me that she took the two because she thought it was best for her health, but then when she was told that she's got to download an app to her phone or show ID to go somewhere to eat, she was like, this is like the communism back in the day when we left Europe, when we left Hungary. And, you know, it's like less communist there than it is here now. And she's actually said the last time she came back from Hungary, she was like, I feel like I left home and I'm coming back to a country that is not how it was when we came here 35 years ago, almost 40 years ago. And, you know, even that goes into the topic of how, like, the fringe minority of being like a 10, 15 percent and stuff like that. When you look at the way the populations changed uh, within Canada, that 15 percent turns into almost like 35 percent. Um, just 20 years ago, and it's almost 50% when you go back 40 years ago when we came here. It's almost like, you know, you don't even have to fight wars anymore with soldiers. You just fight it with immigration. And I can say that because I'm a motherfucking immigrant, you know what I mean? Like, it takes a European, especially Eastern Europeans, to really call out the bullshit that's going on in society. Well, you guys have a special uh, a special perspective, and I, and I'll join in on this. Um, Italian, and my grandfather came here, I think it was 52, all right? And mm-hmm. uh, this whole sort of timeline made me kind of understand what happened in Canada because I I hear people talking about how immigration is, is destroying Canada in different ways, right? But then I look at my grandfather, and he's like a, he's a rock of the community, essentially. He's a patriarch of his family. He took care of his kids, and he's there for his grandkids, paid property taxes right through, like, mm-hmm. you know, he is, a, he is a, as good as you could be a citizen. He's, and I'm pretty sure he no criminal record at all his whole life. I'm pretty sure. So, okay, I see that, and then I see people complaining about the immigration. So what I ended up doing was a little bit of research, and I realized that the, this is how I found out that the Liberal Party was taken over by communists during the 60s. That's really what happened, was we had proper immigration until the 60s, and then when they started to set up the welfare, the, the, the welfare state, the Liberal Party started to become infiltrated by uh, what is now the NDP. And so that led to uh, Trudeau's dad getting in, and Trudeau's dad is actually the one that destroyed the moral fiber, fiber of this country. And he did it with one bill, and he forced it through with no debate. He's famous for this quote that is, uh, the nation or the government is, uh, no, has no place in the na- bedrooms of the nation. And that was in mm-hmm. r- response to him pushing through Bill C-150. And that bill... Uh, I think it was C-150 or it's just Bill 150. That bill legalized abortion, birth control, as well as uh, sodomy. It it made it, it decriminalized it. And so from there, there is a direct line between that happening on May 14th, 1969, just a couple days out from Mother's Day, ironically, there's a direct line between that and April 1972. April 1972 is when we first heard the words labor shortage. Labor shortage 
is in relation to the fact that our women aren't having enough babies to repopulate our country. So in order to get labor, we need to immigrate it. Okay, so now think of that and then think of your perspective as an Eastern European immigrant who understands how societies devolve. You guys are in a in a, a opportune uh, position to point this out. And, and Oh, I do. I do yeah. on the regular. And uh, one of the things I also point out is I could I, I, I <laughs> you pointed out some really cool dates because again, like I said, I've only been, you know, doing my own research now because well, my pretty much like my existence depends on it. Right. Like, um, but like one of the things I noticed is in the past few years, the immigration minister really redefined, uh, the becoming a citizen process, loosening up the rules, the regulations, or even like necessities of being able to contribute to society. Because when my parents, came here you know we spent a year and a half in a refugee camp guess where in Italy uh, it was called the Italia refugee camp uh, we lived there for a year and a half before we came to Canada and you know my father was an optical engineer my mom was in the same field so I, I feel like because we've released you know out of like doing the right thing and being morally good or whatever of accepting everybody have we like lay prone to just basically allowing ourselves to be screwed because like you know not to say people shouldn't be helped there is there just has to be a sort of a balance you know what i mean like yeah. a lot of the things we're seeing right now even like just the way our healthcare runs or public transportation is we are simply overrun you know, we've always had the problem of uh, trying to achieve a good level of healthcare, but now it's just been broken because we put an unrealistic expectation on it. Or like Trudeau likes to say, the healthcare will balance itself. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. just like, you're a freaking idiot. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's wishful and thinking is what it comes one to. One of the first things you were talking about, if I had a chance, uh, I would yeah. say it to any one of them. You know, if I ran into any of them, I would definitely be very low, uh, vocal and I would put it up to them. I'd be like, OK, so I'd fucking change this shit for so it's good for everybody and not just who you pick or like allow us to fucking leave. You know what I mean? I'm at this point where I'm, you know, making sure I have all my passports ready, because if I have to, you know, fight on my two feet, you know, um, in the metaphorical metaphorical sense, right? I'm going to, you know, be on the land that I want to lay down in. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I love Canada. I grew up here. It was such a great opportunity to learn. Um, like uh, even uh, Jeremy shared, right? He was part of the cadet program. I was in the cadet program growing up, and I. I didn't know if it was, you know, the European upbringing or being part of the cadets and the reserves that I learned to, you know, pro show proper respect to people. But they've just been like taking the fibers. And that's why I paid attention to those things you talk about. It's like the fibers of the threads of humanity and family is what's being, you know, torn apart. And that's why, again, I love my prime minister in Hungary because he was he, when he was in Texas. And one of the things he talked about is a family is a man and a woman and together they raise their child. Mm -hmm. It's a responsibility to have a child, well, not a right. And it's did you ahead. see did you see what happened out in Serbia? I'm going to let you go and we're going to try and get another couple callers in. But did you see what yeah, happened? Yeah, sure, man. 
Yeah, you have a good night, man. Keep listening, okay? Yeah. Thank you very much for the call. It was great. That was a great call from... That guy's out from out in Hungary. He's a Hungarian immigrant. But uh, if you saw what happened out in Serbia, is stuff that we should be promoting as a community. Instead of this stupid straight pride stuff, why not a family parade? I thought that was beautiful. I thought that was great to see. You can check it out for yourself on Twitter. Just uh, Twitter search family parade. That's the type of stuff that we should be getting into. And it was just a bunch of families with their... uh, with their strollers walking down the street, it was completely, uh, it was completely like milk toast. It was it was a really great thing to to see. All right, so I got a couple super chats in through uh, through the course of that call. Man on the mountain, replace that bullshit guy, Parminder for PM. <laughs> I agree. And Scotian lady, thank you very much. Cheers, Pete. I miss Patriarchy Month, and the sooner we bring back masculinity, the better. Cheers to FreeCanada.win, and shame to every lying politician and cheap prostitute. Keep up the good fight, bigot. I'll try. I'll try, Scotian lady. Okay, so we had a bunch of people trying to call in during that call. Uh, I am running a little late, but I could go a little longer because it doesn't look like Rage is streaming tonight, so... Let's do it. 705-482-5609. If you want to get that last call in, you can do it. If not, let's close her down. Cheers to Pete's grandfather. Yeah, he's 93. And you know what? My brother had COVID in the room next to him all last week. He's doing fine. He's doing okay by the looks of it. Seems like things are all right. Oh, Donkey Dong wants to say hi to mom. I think that's my mom he wants to say hi to. Thanks, Donkey Dong. (laughs) I don't think he's a fed. There was a couple people in the chat calling you a fed because you were so (laughs) well-spoken. Matrix World Report. Trans. I don't think she's a... I don't think he's a fed. I don't think he's a fed. So... Yeah, I'm going to shut her down. 705-482-5609 if you want to call in. Last call for phone-ins. What were the questions? Do you think what that guy did was wrong? If you had a chance to talk to the politicians, what would you say? And would you chip your kid? Would you chip yourself? What if everybody else is chipped? You're going to have to get chipped or else you won't be fast enough. You won't be able to compete and nobody is going to swipe on you on Bumble. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Donkey Dong. Thanks for the opportunity to vent, he says. That's what this is. This is a show for you every Monday night, 7 p.m. T-O-F-U. TV dot C-A. This one's for you. Have a great night.